This week on Excelsior Journeys, it is part two of our Clubhouse miniseries. And not a moment too soon, because if you are an Android user, guess what? Clubhouse is available to you. So reach out to your Apple friends that have Clubhouse invites. Get on this app. You definitely want to. And for you podcast lovers, you definitely want to get on Club Pod. You want to join that club, and you want to speak with our guest this week, Melissa Bright. Melissa is a podcaster in her own right, and she is also part of the Club Pod community. She's got a lot to tell you about her own show, The Bright Side of Life, and about everything that Clubhouse and Club Pod offer. JLD, do the honors. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of the award-winning podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire, and you're listening to the Excelsior Journeys with George Soroy. Prepare to ignite. Is there a burning desire within to share your creativity with the rest of the world? Do you insist on pursuing your passion by any means necessary? Then you are on an Excelsior journey, and you are not alone. Welcome back to Excelsior Journeys. My name is George Soroy. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening to over 80 episodes. Still can't believe how far we've gone. If you like what you hear, what you hear, please feel free to share the link with all of your friends, family, loved ones, anything. You can find all the platforms where you can subscribe at he'sgotit.com slash podcasts. Now, when I jumped into Clubhouse, I was invited by a very good friend and a brilliant marketer in her own right, KM Robinson. And that was how I was able to really kind of get involved with the Clubhouse community by talking with different writers, by talking with other marketers to basically just kind of pick their brain and see what, what works for them, what hasn't worked for them. And it's been a real positive experience. And then one day when I was making a grocery pickup, I came across this one group called Club Pod, founded by Steve Olsher, who runs Podcast Magazine. Now, with someone of those credentials, it's definitely someone that you want to keep an eye on. And so I jumped in to a Clubhouse page, and I was immediately sucked in with the quality of the conversations and the quality of the tips and tricks of the trade and everything that goes into being a podcaster. And there was also a lot of focus on your wins, your weekly wins, your daily wins, anything that you feel can really kind of boost you. And going through uh, Club Pod and being a part of that, I've already encountered some amazing people. And I have one of them here for this week's episode. Melissa Bright is a mental health advocate and also a podcast host of her own. She has her own show, The Bright Side of Life. And I am thrilled to have this opportunity to actually talk to her about how she got into Clubhouse, how she got affiliated with Club Pod. And I also have to just say real quickly, for anyone who is at least as either curious about podcasting or if you've been podcasting for years and you've cultivated this amazing following, no matter what, you want to be involved with Club Pod because you will just get nothing but amazing, positive reinforcement about everything you're doing. The more people that you can experience what you're doing with, the better. And 
I am so happy to have Melissa Bright here to talk about that very thing. So it's my pleasure to introduce my guest for this week, Melissa Bright. Melissa, how are you? I am doing wonderful, George. Thank you very, very much for having me. And that was such an awesome introduction. I greatly appreciate that. Oh, and I appreciate you being here. It really means a lot to have a Club Pod representative here on the Clubhouse miniseries. I knew that that if this miniseries was going to happen, it needed to be with someone from Club Pod. So thank you so much. Yes, I love that. So tell us a little bit about The Bright Side of Life. What can people expect when they subscribe? Because yeah. they will. Yeah, absolutely. So The Bright Side of Life is where I talk to individuals that have been through pains, struggles, and grief. And then we explore how they found their path back to the bright side. Now, mm. a lot of these stories can be really heavy from cancer survivors to attempted suicide, things like that. But then mm. we really dive deep into what were the things that pulled you out and got you on your journey back to the bright side. And that's really what we find out is it's usually not the destination, the bright mm -hmm. side of life. It's usually how, how they're getting there and how they're healing and how, you know, all that stuff. And it's just a, a wonderful, you know, because these are real stories that people go through every day and we can't act like they don't happen. Yeah. And I just want people to know out there that they're not alone in their own struggles. And my hopes is that people are like, they hear these stories and they know I, I'm not alone. There's somebody else out there that's going through exactly what I'm going through. Oh, so that's that's, great. that's what it is. Yep. That is great. And how many platforms is is the podcast on right now? I'm I'm on all of them. I mean, nice. Yeah, I will. I would say all of them. I don't know for sure. But, <laughs> you know, all the main ones, I'd probably say about 15 at this point. So you can find me probably anywhere. <laughs> Excellent. I know I'll be subscribing on Apple Podcasts because that is something that that's that's what I always uh, make sure to stress to any Apple users. And if you're if if you're using Clubhouse now, you are an Apple user. So <laughs> yep. I, so I strongly suggest all of you, you know, like who are listening, keep listening for one thing. But then while you're listening, go ahead and go to the bright side of life on your Apple Podcasts and hit subscribe. And so that way, the latest episode will be sent right over to you. And if you haven't done it with Excelsior Journeys, you can do that too. So <laughs> just wanted to wanted to make sure you guys knew that. So, so let's go into what I like to call the lightning bolt moment, because there is always that period of time where something happens, someone experiences something, and that makes you kind of be called into that specific direction. Just that's what I want to do. That's the person I want to be. When it comes to podcasting, since this is very much a young medium still, what was it for you? What got you into podcasting in the first place? Oh, well, the short answer would be the pandemic, but I'll, <laughs> I'll elaborate on the on the longer story. So last year, like everybody else, really, really hard, hard time. I was a travel agent and nobody was traveling at this point. Oh, man. And I really got really depressed. I wasn't making any money and it just, I don't know. I was just so down in the dumps. I couldn't help contribute to my family. And I started listening to another podcast and a lady on there said she, how she found her purpose. And she said, when you look out into the world and something makes your heart hurt, ask, ask yourself, what makes your heart hurt? Hmm. And when you have that answer, then ask yourself, what is it that you could do 
to make the world a better place when, when you figure that answer out. And I was like, well, is that, is, is that how I find my purpose? And so I literally sat down for a couple of days and I'm like, man, what, what don't I like about, you know, this world and what makes my heart hurt. And what it was, was people feeling alone in their own struggles because mm. I was going through that exact same thing. I had a wonderful support system, but that doesn't mean internally that I still wasn't struggling. Right. And so the answer was people feeling alone in their struggles. Now, how was I going to execute this and make this world a better place? Well, I love podcasts from all the way from true crime to educational to everything. And I'm like, this, this is the medium that I want to do. It's going to be podcasting. Mm -hmm. And I got my butt moving immediately. I just started Googling everything, looking at YouTube videos. And I had my podcast up within a month and a half of deciding that. And it's, it's been such an amazing journey. And the stories that I get to hear is beyond humbling that people tell me these, I mean, most of the time, sometimes crying, you know, and it's just amazing. And I, I, I'm so happy. Like it sucked that the pandemic happened, but I feel like it really made people start to look at themselves inwardly and maybe reflect and do something that they probably would have never have done because they were comfortable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I, yeah. I I know what you mean. You know, like with uh, the show is an interview format as well. And there are certain things that some of them say to me, it was just like, I am, I am so honored that you felt that you wanted to tell me this like on my platform. Yep, uh, exactly. You know? And then, and then sometimes, you know, like I get to be a fanboy on, on some <laughs> things like uh, when I had, I had Neil Ross here, the uh, voice actor who was the voice of Springer and Transformers, the movie and from 1986. And nice. he got to, he got to, he went ahead and just did while talking about the this one like immortal line that he has which is i've got better things to do tonight than die and it's he goes ahead and just goes into that in springer's voice i'm just like he said that on my show (laughs) that's my headliner (laughs) clip right there yep (laughs) exactly that is awesome (laughs) Uh, and i just i did i had no idea how much i was going to love this medium until i really got you know dove right into it. I had been part of a platform, uh, a different show in the past. It was uh, Right Pack Radio, but that was mm-hmm. simply, you know, a microphone in the middle of a table with a roundtable discussion about writing. So it's, it was, it was a great way to kind of get myself acclimated in podcasting. But once I, you know, once I did my first episode, it felt just like, this is what I should be doing. Exactly. So you got that feeling too, like when you got that first episode done, right? One, 100%. And I do all of my interview or all of my episodes are interview based. I have never, ever, ever done interviews before in my life. Uh, Ironically enough, though, it's what I wanted to do going to college. I did go to school for broadcast journalism, but I realized quickly that news was not going to be my thing. I couldn't handle the stories. My heart, my heart couldn't handle it. Mm -hmm. And so you know, the first interview when I did it, I told myself because I set my standards really high and I said, Melissa, you're probably going to suck at this first interview. You just have to know that and be OK with that. And mm-hmm. with me knowing that the interview went so much better because I didn't nice. set sky high standards to be so perfect and everything. Mm-hmm. And after that, I was absolutely, absolutely hooked and Fabulous. just getting to hear these stories, you know, that you wish you could hear from, from the, the lady at the grocery store that, you know, you just might bump into, but you don't know there's a, there's some big story that she has. And 
I'm just so honored because especially these days, it's very quick, small talk that you have with people. And Mm -hmm. I I don't like that. I I want the, the stories that are going to connect us, you know? So Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. So who was your, who was your first guest? Yeah. So a first guest was actually a complete stranger. I had no idea who she was and she was a, she was a victim of sexual abuse and verbal abuse from a very, very, very young age. So, I mean, this was an incredibly, incredibly heavy story. Thankfully she had told her story many, many times. She's actually been like in study groups for therapy and everything else. So she was pretty polished in her story, which I think definitely helped me because yeah. <laughs> if I wasn't polished, at least I had her to fall back on. And once that story came out, it, it that's when I knew like, wow, I, I'm really excited to, to hear these stories. And like I said, I know a lot of them are heavy, but that doesn't mean that people can't get to a place of brighter and better things, you know, and that's really the goal in my podcast in general. Absolutely. It sounds almost like uh, like your podcast and my podcast are almost like, you know, in linked in a weird way, because my, you know, my big thing that I always do is I'm always talking with people that are that are working their way up in their chosen field. So they are going through a lot of, of the same issues yep. that our listeners are. And so that's it sounds very much like like what's what's going on with yours, because, you know, everything that you've been that you talk about on your show, I'm sure that there are, you know, so many other listeners that are benefiting from that conversation because they are going through the exact same thing. Yep. And that's that's my hopes. That is definitely my hopes. Well, it's I can I can I can safely say that's a reality like that's you know, you're you're doing you're doing you're doing great work by doing this show. So so what so how did you how did you do your initial reach out to people? Did you just say like, hey, I'm starting a podcast and, you know, if you want to be a guest, let me know. Yeah. So, you know, I belong to a couple mom groups on Facebook. I put the information out there before, like, cause I, my biggest concern was trying to find guests that would be comfortable coming onto a public platform that could potentially, you know, go out to thousands of people. Right. And so at first I thought it was going to be a little bit harder, but then I, I really, with doing the podcast, I opened up more about myself, like in the mental, like I don't want to say issues, but like mental health things that I was going through and that really translated well to people. And they started, you know, engaging with me. And so I would kind of take them on this journey of, Hey, I'm having this podcast. And I think I have made the announcement about a month and a half, like as soon as I knew Mm -hmm. that I was doing it. And so, you know, on my friends on Facebook, it was primarily Facebook at this point, I wasn't really actively on Instagram in terms of my podcast and people really, really received the information really well. I made it a whole, a whole big thing. Like I wanted to celebrate this and I knew that I had a vision and I, I definitely felt that people could benefit from it. And thankfully, I mean, the first episode went out, my trailer went out. I I had 500 downloads in the first day, I think after that dropped. And so I was like, okay, yeah, there's okay. I, I had three episodes. I dropped three episodes in the, in the initial launch. That's what I did too. Yep. Yeah. And that was when I was like, okay, like people actually want to hear whether they just want to hear to see if I completely suck or they want to hear these (laughs) stories. I'm not sure, but, and then, and then it just, then it just kept coming. And I was like, okay, obviously this is, you know, doing something for people. And, you know, we don't always get that initial, you know, feedback from people because they're listening on the go. And so they're not going to 
shoot us a text or email or something. But when you, you know, you see those numbers, you're like, okay, I, I got to be doing some kind of good here. Exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't be where I am. Exactly. Yeah. And so what, what platform did you use to get yourself started? Yeah. So I did in terms of like Apple or is that well, what you mean? Well, what's your, what's your home, what's your home base? Where did oh. you set up the show? Yep. Buzzsprout. Aha. Uh-huh. Is where I did. Yeah. And I actually, Pat Flynn, you know, mm-hmm. he, <laughs> I, I took a lot of what he said and, you know, because I was like, okay, I know he knows his stuff. And so anything yeah. he said, I was like, don't complicate it any more than you need to. He says, Buzzsprout, go with Buzzsprout. <laughs> so that, okay. that's what I did. Cause I tend to complicate things. So. Yeah. I, I went, I went for a familiar feeling because one of my favorite uh, podcasts, the now playing podcast, their home base is Podbean, And okay. so I, you know, I had that app already and something about it just felt like this is kind of where I should be. And then I looked at the prices. I was like, I'm, I'm, I can do this. So, right. and I just, and so I just, I was able to just, you know, set up shop right there. Cause I appreciated the fact that they offer the patron only episodes which oh, you know yeah. now playing now playing really takes advantage of that. So as a now playing patron myself, you know I'm getting these free podcasts. Well, not free podcasts, but I'm getting these bonus podcasts for being a patron. Right. Um, so for just like ten bucks a month, then all of a sudden, like I'm getting so, you know, so many extra episodes that uh, that they that they do that they send out to to donors as a means of saying thank you. So that's it's it, it's really fun. It's, it's got, it's, it, it was a lot of fun really kind of setting this whole thing up. It and really is. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so who, who did your, who did your cover art? You know, I, so I had a vision of course, and I hired a photographer that I loved. Her work is amazing. And I had a vision and I wanted to be in a field of sunflowers. Nice. And th- this is kind of a crazy story, but the day that I was supposed to get pictures it was raining and it was cloudy and I was really upset. Here I am. My podcast is called The Bright Side of Life mm-hmm. and it is cloudy as heck outside. <laughs> oh, no. And <laughs> I'm bawling my eyes out, like so upset being a brat, literally just being mm-hmm. a brat is what I was being. And <laughs> I, I messaged her. I'm like, I'm not coming. And finally, I'm like, yes, I am. And this was actually on the anniversary of my mom, my mom's passing nine years prior. I get to the sunflower field and there is one hole in the sky where the sun is shining through. Oh, wow. And I'm like, okay, there it is. Go there, go there. Yep, exactly. (laughs) And so the, you know, the sunflowers, they were there and she captured the picture and I actually hired somebody on Fiverr Mm -hmm. and he completely blew it out of the water of what I pictured. I mean, great. I got goosebumps. I could not believe how much I I loved it. And, you know, I've used their services before Mm -hmm. and I've used him now going forward for some other things. And it's just amazing. I was so, so impressed with his work. Awesome. That's that's so great. I yeah. I actually used my cover artist for my books, Molly okay. Phipps. She did the she did the cover art for both Excelsior and Ever Upward. And when I told her about what I had in mind for this, you know, like it was basically just like use the same font for the title, use yep. the same frame that you use with the with the with the hole in the notebook page. And but this is what I want. I want to see a road that's you know that's kind of with you know a light like right at the right at the end. Look at the cover to Close Encounters of the Third. Kind. You know, that's the sort mm-hmm. of that teaser image. 
I want something like that. She delivered it like a half hour later and it was perfect. Yes, absolutely perfect. So, yeah, hearing those great stories about about the about the cover art, that really <laughs> does make a difference. You know, a lot it, of people just try to, you know, just want to put something that they threw together on Microsoft Paint. But it really makes a difference getting that because people it, do judge, yep. judge these shows by their cover. Yeah, 100%. And I knew that they said it has to stand out in your niche. It's got to, you know, pop, you got to go maybe opposite of what everybody's doing to, Mm -hmm. to really stand out. And my podcast cover art is bright yellow. I mean, you can't, you can't miss it. So (laughs) it works. And I'd be remiss if I, if I didn't ask this, but, but have you, have you heard the, the Monty Python song, always look on the bright side of life? No, I haven't. I need to though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially especially when when you take it in in the context of where the song originally played because it played at the end of Monty Python's Life of Brian. And that is for those who are not, you know, like Monty Python uh fans like I am, Monty Python The Life of Brian is my personal favorite of all their movies and it's just a brilliant telling of someone who grew up at the same time that Jesus Christ did. And someone who is actually like mistaken for the Messiah. It's absolutely hysterical. And the the very end with Eric Idle singing, always look on the bright side of life. It's so damn funny. It is yeah. so funny. And it's it's something I would definitely recommend. But at the same time, like if you watch the movie, you get that little extra context to it. Right. And it's uh, so I strongly, strongly recommend both the movie and and the song. At the same time, just like, you know, it is Monty Python, so expect, exactly. some, things to, expect some things that may be a, a little, you know, not, right. to, not to what people are used to hearing yeah. <laughs> or yeah. seeing, but it's so worth it. It's absolutely worth it. So, yeah, definitely give that a sh- give that a look. Yes, I will. I actually how I got inspired for for my podcast, and I know it's not that original, but my last name is Bright, so it there works. But Keep on the Sunny Side by the Whites, which was in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Um, oh, Nice. I love that song. And I just kept listening to that song to try to find inspiration in what I wanted my podcast to be called. And I think I listened to that song like 15 times in a row and it just always puts you in such a good mood and that's such a great movie. So, yeah. Yeah. So what, so do you have, do you have intro music, outro music? What, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So I have, I love this story. So I, of course, you know, was trying to find some music on the internet and nothing Mm -hmm. was really like clicking for me. I wasn't happy with it. I knew I ran the risk that somebody could possibly have, you know, be playing the same song on their podcast or somewhere else. And I'm like, I don't want that. I want original. And so my boyfriend told me, he's like, I have a friend from Florida that actually is a producer and he had some songs out already. And he's like, take a, take a listen to this. Tell Paco, you know what you're doing. Shout Mm -hmm. out to Paco Martinez. He's amazing. And he's like, here, these are the songs that I have. This is what I would charge you to, you know, do the licensing and whatever. And he has a song called see the light. Mm. And it is, it's more like house music techno, if you will. But the message is like, I want you to see the light. And that's like, as soon as I heard that, those lyrics, I'm like, this, this is it. This is my song. Cause this is what I'm wanting everybody to do is see the bright, see the light, look on the bright side. And it just fit perfectly. And he's so excited to see like, oh my gosh, I can't believe my song has been listened to this many times. And 
yeah. So it's just a really quick intro intro, but, and only those like lyrics right there. It's not anything, you know, super long, but it's perfect. Perfect. And that's Paco Martinez, you said, right? Yep. Paco Martinez. Absolutely. Excellent. And does he have, uh, does he have SoundCloud? Does he have Spotify? Um, he has it all. He's, he's on all of it. And then the really fun thing is he's finally gotten to where like now, like on Instagram, if I want to do anything, I can play his song on there, you know, cause you can play music yep. on your Instagram stories or Facebook stories. And he just now got the distributorship to be able to do that. So excellent. I'm really excellent. excited. Yeah. Where can, where can they find him on Instagram? Oh my gosh. I think it's just Paco Martinez. Okay. P-A-C-O and then M-A-R-T-I-N-E-Z. Yeah. You heard, you heard it here. Listeners go ahead and, you know, go ahead and go listen. Yes, um, definitely. Now, so you have this, you, you, you have this, this show mm-hmm. and was there instant growth there or was it just like a slow kind of burn? I definitely feel like it was instant growth. I didn't shut up about my podcast. Like Mm -hmm. I was not shy about that. I knew that I had a message that I wanted to get out to people. Mm -hmm. I know the way that Facebook algorithm works and I know that it's really hard to get seen all the time. So I just, I mean, I did not shut up about it. I'm telling you (laughs) for the first, like, and I, and I still don't, but I, you know, I know that it's helping people and people will message me all the time and it's new, like different people, you know, saying how it's helped them. People I would have never have thought, you know, one of my old uh, work friends who's like, well, I won't say his age, but I didn't Mm -hmm. expect him to reach out to me. And then he asked me to be on his podcast to, or be on my podcast to share his story. And It's just those moments that you're just like, wow, this is like really, really resonating with people. So yeah, I definitely think it was like, you know, it wasn't 10,000 downloads an episode or anything like that, but the growth was, was definitely there. And, and that, that helped me stay motivated for sure. Yeah. So, and obviously, you know, for any, anyone who is really kind of getting going with podcasting, you know, when it comes to listens, when it comes to downloads, when it comes to subscriptions, we can't control that. You know, the the most that we can do is just be consistent with our content and keep it going every week. So that way our listeners will keep coming to us every week. So that's that's something I I really need to stress to people because, you know, you and really just, you know, listen, listeners and podcasters that are out there do not think that you have to play to the people that aren't there and you know, like complain that you know that they're not there but focus on the people that are there and remember that you know that they they're giving you the time of day they're giving you their time so yeah. make it worth it and yep. if you give them a good experience guess what's going to happen more people are going to be coming in so yep. play to the people that are there appreciate those people that are there don't you know don't complain about the lack of listeners or lack of downloads or anything like that you can't control that the only thing you can control is get that content as good as you can and get it as consistent as you can. And you do that and it can't help but grow because exactly. you're only going to improve over time. Yep. Yep. So so you have the show. Mm-hmm. And for, first of all, how many episodes are you in? 31. That's great. That's yeah. great. And yep. before we go into what led you into Club Pod and Clubhouse, mm-hmm. you did mention you did mention in your bio on Instagram that you're also a mental health advocate. Yes. Where did, where did that come in? Honestly, that came in last year. So my mom passed away 10 years ago and I really, really never dealt with her loss, like grieving, Mm -hmm. doing the grieving process. And 
my life really slowed down in these last three years and a lot of self-reflecting just made me miss her more. Mm -hmm. And I literally came to my breaking point last year. I watched a movie that her and I used to watch all the time, bawling my eyes out. And my boyfriend came in and he's like, what is wrong, Melissa? And I'm like, I just miss my mom so much. I need her so much right now. And he's like, we need to get you some kind of help, some kind of Mm -hmm. therapy. And that night I signed up for better help, which is an online counseling service. And oh yeah, yeah. It it has been amazing. My therapist is incredible. And, you know, my mom suffered from bipolar. And, you know, just thinking about how young I was, I was only 25 years old when she passed away. And mm. I knew a lot of her struggles, but now that I'm older, experiencing some of my own stuff. I really, it just was really big passion to me to start speaking out against my own stuff, my, my struggles with an anxiety and everything like that. And like I said, once I did that, it, it, I started resonating with people more, you know, people Mm. would, would, would say stuff and would, would come out and say, I, I struggle with this too. Instead of just doing the highlight reels that people always see on Facebook, that's great and well, if you want to, but when you really open up about something that you're struggling with, it kind of gives people other people permission to open up what they're struggling about and knowing that they're not alone. So I, I constantly speak about mental health all the time. Excellent. Excellent. And not, and this is a perfect time to mention that may is mental health awareness month. So, um, so I hope that all of you are keeping that in mind. And I hope that all of you are just do, are doing great. So, so with all of that in mind, you have the, you have the podcast, it's uh-huh. growing and you're getting the momentum and it's around that time when Clubhouse makes itself known. Yep. So how did you get into Clubhouse? This, this story, I love this story. And I don't even know that Steve knows this story, Steve Olsher. Oh, so you're listening. Hello. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I I bought ad space in the directory. So hello. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This was around end of January. Okay. And I was really possibly considering trying to get in some like written publications and, you know, I don't know, thinking outside of the box of how else I could get my podcast out there. Mm-hmm. And so I just happened to Google podcast magazines, not yep. podcast magazine. I had no idea that Steve Ulsher even existed at this point. Mm-hmm. And he was the very first thing that popped up. And so I went to his uh, website, the you know podcast magazine website. And then mm-hmm. I think there was like a Facebook link. And then I clicked on that. And I think it brought it to, to Steve Ulsher's Facebook. And then like the one of the very like first posts that I see is him talking about Clubhouse, which I had heard about it before in like podcasting Facebook groups. And then I was like, okay, well, Steve Ulsher, he has this podcast magazine and he kind of seems like he's a big deal. I probably should see what Clubhouse is all about if this mm-hmm. guy is like talking about it. Yeah. And at that point, I my friend had said, Hey, I have an invite for you. It was like literally within the same span of time. I wasn't even looking for an invite. She just said, I think this could help your podcast. Nice. And once I did like saw that Steve Olsher was talking about being on clubhouse, I was like, okay, I'm going to get on clubhouse now. And I think club pod was probably the first club that I, that I ever stumbled into, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, if you will. And yep. that's how, that's how I got to be on clubhouse. So thanks to Steve Olsher. 
<laughs> excellent. Excellent. And once you got involved, once you got your feet wet into Clubhouse, mm -hmm. what was it about it that made you say like, oh, this is where I need to be? Oh, my gosh. The instant connections, the being in a room with 10 to 20 to 30 to 50 to 100 people to mm -hmm. hearing amazing, smart, talented people that you would never <clears throat> otherwise possibly be connected to on any other platform like Facebook or something. Sure, you could see their sponsor ads, but you know, when you hear like a human voice and you see their energy or you can tell like, I really like, I really like what George is saying, or I really connect with George, or I love his energy. It that's completely different than reading somebody's text on Facebook or Instagram. I mean, Yes, those stories can resonate, but this mm -hmm. was something that I was like, I love this. Yeah. And that's that's exactly why I stayed <laughs> because and, I loved meeting everybody. And thank you, thank you, thank you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so you get so you get into Clubhouse. You're uh -huh. you're steeped in, in it now. And it's you're loving the energy, you're loving the enthusiasm. And 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 I have to say. I adore it as well. One of my one of my guests that's uh, that's already been on the show, Joel Eisenberg. He runs Writing for Your Life, and the guests that he's brought on has just been just extraordinary. Getting to talk with John Cassier, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. Getting to talk with John Ottman, the uh, the music composer who's done the music for several X Men films. Won the editing Oscar for for Bohemian Rhapsody. Like the guy is, I'm such a huge fan and getting to actually talk with him about, yeah. about you know, like, and the, the best thing was I got to talk to him a little bit about a piece of music that he used for X-Men Apocalypse. And, and I told him that, you know, like I could hear the little bit of the little elements of the ecstasy of gold. And he was just like, you know, like, really? You can hear, you know, like I did that. It was just like, yeah, it's it's right at the right, you know, like right where the uh, right where it tails into it's, you know, deals with like Magneto's theme and everything. And mm -hmm. and he was really, all of a sudden he was just like, well, yeah, yeah, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's I, awesome. Just being able to to have these conversations with, you know, with so many amazing people and then to get into Club Pod and seeing and experiencing all of that. Now, how did what happened then? You're know, like, so you got to connect with all these people with club pod but how did you be a part of club pod yeah so steve and his team that were they were realizing that clubhouse was a huge thing yeah and these rooms that they were hosting were were growing very 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 quickly i mean he is already at 54,000 members in his group one of the wow. largest in clubhouse in general yeah. yeah and so he he his idea is I pretty much want to have rooms going on 24 seven if possible, you know, that's so great. that's going to take a lot of people to be able to have these, you know, one hour rooms, one and a half hours, what have you. And so he really started to, you know, look at people, see that people were, you know, interested in doing this and, you know, his team would reach out and kind of, you know, do a thing. And that's how I got <clears throat> introduced to it and kind of, you know, hopped into there. Yeah. But to be honest, I was, I was really scared at first. Cause I was like, Oh my God, like I'm going to be running rooms in one of the largest clubs on in clubhouse. Like mm -hmm. there's a little bit of nerves there. Am I going to live up to the standards and everything like that? But once I, once I finally did, you know, my first 
couple rooms, it was fine. And I, I felt like home, but of course there's always nerves there. You know, um, I'm very much like, I don't want to disappoint anybody. And I always mm-hmm. want to deliver good value and, and yep. all this stuff, but it's been amazing. And just getting to talk with, with everybody has just been awesome. That's great. That's yeah. great. So, so tell us about the first time you got to lead a room. You got to moderate a room for club pod. What was that experience like? Yeah. So what we've, what we got to do is we got to pick the titles of our room and kind of the topics that we wanted to go with. And Mm -hmm. I really, really wanted to celebrate people's wins in podcasting. So mine was a little bit different. I, it wasn't going to be a question room. Like, you know, there, I felt like there were plenty of other of those rooms that people could go in. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I want to give a space for people to celebrate their wins because no matter what uh, level that they're at. And so that's kind of what I led with. And it really, really, once again, resonated well with people. They loved, you know, sometimes it's hard to brag about yourself, but here I am inviting you come on stage, share your wins, show these people that want to start a podcast, like celebrate them. And it was awesome after that. And, you know, cause I was scared if I would have had a question room, maybe somebody's going to ask me what kind of mic and I, I'm not the technical guru. I don't know. <laughs> I can't really possibly answer that. And so once I had my first room, I'm like, I am so glad that I chose this topic. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves it. They come back all the time to share their wins week after week. And it's just such a great, it's such a great space for people to do that. So it really is. Yeah. 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 It really is. <laughs> and I know I've, you know, like I I've been, I know I've been in, in your room at least once, and I will make, make sure that that is a regular thing for me because that's exactly what I said in my call to action episode a, a while back, back when, when I was still doing season one, basically just saying that if you're not going to celebrate your wins then no one else will. Yep. So you have to, you have to claim those moments when they happen. Mm-hmm. And run with them because you can't be self-effacing. You can't think that you're just going to like kind of beat people to the punch and try to to say like, oh, whatever you have to say, it's nowhere near as bad as what I would say about myself. Just like, you know, you gotta you gotta own who you are yep. and you have to celebrate who you are. And that room does a lot of good. I you can hear the enthusiasm yeah. in people's voices when they talk about their wins, it can be just like the tiniest little thing. It can be just like, I bought a microphone or, you know, I, I figured out what I'm going to call my episode or I got my cover art or whatever. Just like, yes, own it, run with it because this is an amazing medium podcasting and it can do so much good for so many people. Yeah. And so by all means, share that, you know, like enjoy it, embrace it. Yeah. So how many, uh, so how long have you been involved with with Club Pod now? I think March. I want to say March, maybe end of February, beginning of March. So we, wow. you know, I run a room once every mm-hmm. Wednesday. Yeah. So yeah, that's great. That's great. And, and like I said, the, the room is just awesome. And like you said, sometimes I'm bad at even celebrating my own wins. And mm-hmm. Me too. you know, it, it's like, guys, this is our reminder because we're always looking for that that end goal. And I want to encourage people, guys, every single day that you press record or that you, like you said, you land that perfect cover art or you press record, like these are the wins and do not forget about your journey. Mm -hmm. Stop looking in the future to just get to that end goal because you're not going to enjoy the ride 
Mm-hmm. And you're going to get burnt out or what have you. So celebrate these. And that's exactly why, why that room exists. It's very much in, in the, in the, in the frame of what Yoda said in Empire Strikes Back. You know, this one, <laughs> a long time have I watched all his life as he looked away to the future, to the horizon, never his mind on where he was, what he was doing. And exactly. so that's, you know, so many of us really kind of get lost in the feeling of what's going to happen or, you know, what, you know, like what may happen, what I want to happen. None of that happens yep. if you're not, if, if you, um, if you don't take those first steps. Yeah. And that's exactly what podcasting is. And, yep. you know, like I'm, you know, I'm over 80 episodes in on this. I still can't believe that. Right. <laughs> and I'm going to celebrate the hell out of that. You know, exactly. You're going to hear that with every episode, you know, until I hit episode 90. And then I get to say, I can't <laughs> believe we've hit over 90 episodes. Yep. So, and, you know, like, I, I still am, am at a loss of what I'm going to do for the big 100, but it's approaching. Yeah. So I just, the fact that it is approaching at all is a huge win for me. Yep. Um, just to be able to do this. I I'm, I consider myself blessed. Yeah. That, you know, that I've gone ahead and made this jump yeah. and you know, like I consider you also blessed for, do, for doing the same thing. You're doing great work out there and you're touching a lot of people. And I hope that, this helps more so. So, so with that in mind, say there's someone out there that is curious about podcasting. That's not sure if they feel like the medium is right for them. If they feel like, you know, Oh, I really want to get into it, but it feels so intimidating. What's the one thing that you would suggest to them that they do in order to make this happen for themselves? Get out of their own way, get out of their head, just Mm -hmm. do it. It's, you gotta, I was the same way. You know, I was scared as hell the whole time I was doing all this, wondering if it was going to fail, if I was going to sound stupid. I hated my voice. I thought I sounded ridiculous. And then, you know, people would message me saying, Melissa, your voice is so, so soothing. And I was like, oh, well, thank you. But you just got to get out of your own way. And whatever those fears that you have in your head are probably not true. Mm -hmm. And that's, what's going to hold you back. And you just got to keep going and keep going and keep going. And like I said, there's, there's a lot of things you got to check off the list before you can even press that record button. I understand that. But once you do, you're going to be so, so thankful that you did. But I, that's, that's my biggest piece of advice. Mine's always the mental game. That's the, the mental work is where I always have to go for. And so that's exactly what I would tell people. Just get out of your own way and get out of your head and just press record. And that is my headliner clip for this week's week's episode. So thank you so much for saying that. Yeah. Uh, So so where can our listeners find you on social media? Yeah. So I have a Facebook group for my podcast, which is the Bright Side of Life podcast Facebook group. And then Mm -hmm. I'm also on Instagram. You can just look up my name, Melissa Bright. I'm in bright yellow background with a pink shirt, or you can also just go to my website, which is the bright side of life podcast.com. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. And again, to, I, I can't stress to, to everyone enough. If you are on clubhouse and if you are in podcasting, you definitely want to be on clubhouse and you definitely want to be following club pod. The information that they provide is amazing. The enthusiasm that they have for this medium is infectious and everything about what they do, what they offer and the platform that they give. So that way you can celebrate your wins. 
is extraordinary. And it's something that you will just want to keep on going back to. And it will just give you so much confidence in what you are doing. So I hope that all of you take that to heart. I hope that all of you are subscribing to Melissa's podcast, The Bright Side of Life. And for Melissa Bright, this is George Soroy saying to all of you, Ever Upward. And I will see you next week. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. If you've never been an Audible customer and want to see what they offer, just go to www.audibletrial.com slash Excelsior Journeys and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs, download a title for free, and start listening. It's that easy. Why Audible? Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. And with this free 30-day trial, you'll have your pick of it all. You can hear books of all genres narrated by Jim Dale, Stephen Fry, Will Patton, Alex Hyde-White, Jeff Brick, Neil Shaw, William Demerit, and even a few by me, George Soroy. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash Excelsior Journeys and start your own 30-day journey with Audible today.